Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, June 12th. Canada's economy ended its eight-month run of employment gains with minor job losses mostly concentrated among youth and self-employed people. Bloomberg reports the country shed 17,300 jobs in May, while the unemployment rate rose 0.2 percentage points to 5.2%, the first increase since August. The data comes from Statistics Canada. The figures missed expectations for a gain of 21,300 positions and a jobless rate of 5.1%, according to the median estimate in a Bloomberg survey. Bonds rallied and the loonie gave back earlier gains versus the US dollar. May's data ended the longest run of job gains since 2017, in which 423,900 positions were created. The magnitude of job losses, however, was considered statistically insignificant and didn't even offset half the gains seen in April. Losses were accompanied by robust wage gains, running at more than 5% yearly pace for the fourth straight month, highlighting a still tight labour market and an economy that's proving resilient in the face of higher borrowing costs. This jobs report is the first of two employment data releases before the Bank of Canada's next rate decision on July 12th. Canada Life says it's ended all dealings with a UK asset management firm whose eponymous founder is accused of sexual assault. We've made a very quick and clear decision, the Canada Life spokesman told Reuters. It shows the seriousness with which we see the situation. The firm, O'Day Asset Management, part of the O'Day Group, was found by one of the best-known hedge fund managers in the UK, Crispin O'Day, who's been accused by 13 women. O'Day Group issued a statement to investors and reported by Reuters that it said it does not recognise the picture of the firm that has been painted by the allegations made about Crispin O'Day. The UK's Financial Conduct Authority is believed to have been investigating the matter since 2021. Addressing the reports of service providers ending their relationships with the firm, the asset management business also stated, while we cannot comment in detail, again for legal reasons, we're in active discussions with all service providers and we're confident that our service providers will continue to work with us to ensure that the the interest of investors are protected. Crispin O'Day told Reuters that the reports were a rehash of an old article and none of the allegations have been stood up in a courtroom or an investigation. However, over the weekend, O'Day Asset Management issued a statement to UK media to say that Crispin O'Day would be leaving the company. As well as Canada Life, Schroders is also reported to have ended its relationship with O'Day Asset Management, while JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley are said to be reviewing their dealings with the firm. When the main holder of household wealth dies, the last thing dependent loved ones need to worry about is remaining financially secure. Having clear and robust estate planning in place is critical, but cryptos and other digital assets may be making this more challenging due to less well-known access routes and the requirement of passwords or other digital security keys to gain access. According to digital legacy planning firm DG Legacy, this is a big concern among the 10,000 users of its service. 89% worry that if something happens to them, their families won't be able to identify and access their cryptocurrencies. Loved ones may not know where the assets are stored or, frustratingly, will know where but not how to access sometimes significant fortunes. Lost access to cryptos was at the centre of the high-profile collapse of Canadian crypto exchange Quadriga CX in 2019. The death of the exchange's founder meant $200 million in assets were inaccessible, and the recent news that payments to creditors will begin shortly revealed they'll only receive 13% of their claim. While this was an exceptional case, lost money in accounts is not rare. Millions of dollars sit in Canadian bank accounts unclaimed, including more than $190 million in BC and $478 million in Quebec. While 
While many of these accounts contain amounts of less than $500, some are significantly larger, including a $1.9 million estate in BC. When cash is left unclaimed in a Canadian account for more than 10 years, financial institutions are required to transfer funds to the Bank of Canada, although this only applies to Canadian money. The central bank will hold amounts of below $1,000 for 30 years, while larger amounts are held for 100 years. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, markets await rate decisions and digest deals. UBS creates a global wealth management titan as its deal to buy Credit Suisse completes. And why are hedge fund bond bears shorting treasuries? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.